0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Hello, and welcome, listeners, to episode 186 of the Two Vets Talk Vets podcast. Where too much talking, your pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anand, and I'm joined this week by a man who is running for the uh, upcoming federal election. Uh, he's, he's running for the, uh, the, the 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 Vets the Vets Party. Someone who's trying to stand up for. The rights of animal carers, there's plenty of parties out there worrying about animal rights and plenty of people worrying about workers' rights, but no one's worrying about the workers that look after the animals. So, ladies and gentlemen, for his official campaign launch, it's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, why should the people vote for you? Well, wow, mate. Well, why should they vote for me?
2: Well, number one, um, you know, uh, your, your pet loves your vet, so you should too. That's Bingo. Slogan, I love mate. it. That's, that's our slogan, Slogan. Um, so yeah, um, what, I'll, what I'll, be added, it? I'll be at I'll be at all the booths. Um,
1: oh, excellent! Uh, yeah,
2: um, Where uh, our our colour? Thanks for asking. Is cream, cream, a cream, cream, color. cream. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. The good thing uh, is, the white, good thing is, it's a, off
1: white. It's a it's a great colour for vets because it shows up everything. You know, <laughs> shows yes. up the yellow. It shows up the brown. Yes. It shows out anything that squirts out blood. All sorts of stuff. So cream cream's a perfect yeah, colour for cr- a veterinary cream, party. Just
2: very good for the uh the sort of the, the white lab coat that's been around a long time. Had a bit of sun, just a bit yes. of cream. So, so that's what I'll be wearing. That's what we're all wearing. All of us uh you you love your your, your pet loves the vet, so you should too. Okay. So so um, vote so, one. Vote exactly. one exactly. hey
1: yeah, yeah. L Kirkham. I Spot like that on. It. Excellent, like mate. It. And also what this much?
2: week, anything um anything else been happening much,
1: lately, mate? Anything else going on, mate? Anything else that you want to bring up? And is your microphone shut down again? I'm pretty sure you can hear that. Yeah. So, um, uh, am I, amazing how you managed to get back on the bandwagon. I think you were a little bit uh, might have been a little bit jumpy before one uh, D Martin came back into the game. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you might have been worried oh, there might one have been man, one man makes a difference, you think? Wow, you know, would it would, would have made a little bit of difference, but you know, not that much. For those who don't know,
2: who aren't in Victoria and keen football yeah. supporters, my team won. Thank you very
0: much. All right, yeah.
1: let's move on. I'm, 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 not, I'm not expecting <laughs> it to be uh, at all happy with football results for a, at least 2024. 2024. Know, Yellow and black. There Alrighty, you go. There well, you go, what guys. I, I actually okay. thought the game was on last night. Uh, it was going to be at night time, not in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah, you, I know. So are you going to the game tonight? And you oh yeah, what, the game's staying at one forty-five? <laughs> oh, really? Jeez. <laughs> like well, there text-y. you go. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Have you done something to your microphone? Because I cannot hear you anymore. Back.
2: You're back. Yes. You're back. Yeah. That's, are uh, back. You put that plug out of your computer that pulls the microphone out. Just so. Right. Yeah. Keep,
1: keep the plug wow. inserted, Lewis. Yes. Yes. That's
2: exactly. the, that's, that's, that's,
1: that, that, that's what it says on the instruction manual when you buy the plug is to keep it inserted. Well, as,
2: as it was, the, um, my, my mobile phone's going a bit flat because it's been sitting open, ready to play the song, <laughs> the Richmond <laughs> theme song for so long since but, yesterday afternoon that it's now, you know, I was going to plug it in, but. Clearly, that's not what's going to happen because that's where the mic goes in.
1: Yeah, the the four, the forty five minutes of uh, of trying me trying to get my computer sorted out meant that your phone ran out of battery,
2: <laughs> something like that. Anyway, we've been yeah. we've been busy at work, mate. We had got a couple of vets with COVID, which is difficult, oh. and then a third vet on holidays at the same time. So, it's oh right. like we had a we had a locum sorted, who's been great, um, yeah, really good help. But it's sort of been a few days where it's been me, kind of as the Not the, well, I mean, obviously I'm not, I'm just a associate vet. I don't have an ownership in the clinic. So, but it's where me actually got a, start doing a little bit more of the management stuff. Like, oh, I better answer these emails because there's no one else that's going to do them or I'm going to have to do this or that. So it's been a bit interesting that I've been like, yeah, I really miss those other vets. They do a lot of work. So yeah. <laughs> shout out to the other vets. So uh, Just made me realise how much, perhaps, not how little I do, but how much
1: they do, perhaps. Yeah, you've, you've had to, um, as usual, you sort of just sort of blend into the background, wearing yeah. that, we're wearing that, cream, that yes. cream lab jacket. You know, yes, that cream yeah. lab coat. So the that, that way you get the bone, the bone, the off the, the ivory, and yeah, the beige. Yes, yes. So just, just to sort of hide and, and sort of camouflage yourself like some sort of a chameleon up against the uh, the mm. nice painted walls so you can get away without doing any work. But when there's no one else around, yeah, they, 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 they t- right. you, you tend to get found.
2: Yeah, exactly. When the the, uh, the locum doesn't know how to answer it, the emails or, you know, write the scripts and that sort of thing because
1: the program is a bit
2: complicated. You're like, well, all right, I'm up. I'm up. Bring wow. it out
1: so are how, far, up. how far through their uh, their ISO are they? Are they back at the start of the week or do you have to deal with a Monday, Tuesday as well, boys? So yeah, one's one's still away until uh I want
2: to say Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Um and one's yeah, one's back. And then but then we've got another vet who's away with illness now. So right. <laughs> so another illness, a so planned um planned hospital sort of thing. So uh, anyway, yeah, yep. no, little yep. So more looked-
1: pump. I've been walking around with every orifice being masked over the last, uh, last couple of weeks, trying to uh, try and avoid it. Cause I've got a, uh, I've got a, a run that I've been training for next week. So it's like, yeah. So like, like I'm, I'm still wearing a mask in a consult. Are you wearing oh, a yeah. mask? In a oh yeah. I'm, I'm probably the
2: only one in the clinic that wears a mask all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Early adopter, late finishes. Me, definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, I, I, so I'm still wearing a mask in the consult room and the clients come in they go, Oh, oh, sorry, did you want me to wear a mask? I go, no, no, no. You don't have to do what, you know, you do whatever you want, but yeah, I'm just the common denominator between 30 other people. So I'm doing this as yeah. much for your protection as anything. So yeah. um, but but yeah, I've been I've been dreading, dreading getting sick as you know, because now we're in this last week before the run. I tell you what, yeah, if I cop it this week, Lewis, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so Really? or it'd be fuming mm. anyway but but so we already had to go through the clinic a couple of weeks ago that's when all our vets were dropping with it so right. so we yeah, had okay. we had um one two yeah we, we had three vets over a two-week period all go wow. down and then another one then and so we were yeah we, we were getting smashed with it but um now we've got a, a vet away on um on a honeymoon um and so yeah just hoping that Hoping that everyone stays clean for yeah. this, uh, yeah, for this period of time, and it really does knock you around, doesn't it? When you've got, you know, consoles booked in and surgeries booked in, as soon as one person drops out, makes it really hard to try and get the managing going.
2: It does, yeah, it is difficult, certainly. Well, it was interesting. We um. Went to the, we had a, a, a wholesale vet ball a couple of weeks ago. On oh, yes. Saturday night. Great night. San Remo Ballroom fantastic. 500 odd vets and yep. nurses um, there. So it was super a nasty, spreading but... event. Yeah, well, exactly. And it's the first probably big function like that I've been to. And so most of us from the clinic were all there at the table. And the one vet that then caught it or had it, it was positive to it on, say, maybe the Monday or Tuesday, she was there as well. Right. On, on the Saturday night. So we we're all, at work on the Tuesday, she must have tested positive on the Monday. On the Tuesday, we're all there, just like believing we all had symptoms. So we all rat tested negative. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got a bit of a runny nose, and another bit. Another nurse, oh, my throat's a bit sore. I think we're all coming down with these symptoms, and and we're just like, and then you know, one of the one of the nurses, like, oh, I want to go and get a PCR outside. Like, Don't bother getting a PCR because we've all got some symptoms that we think's going on yeah so, and we're all rat negative and actually we all turned out fine in the end but it's like just the thought that yeah look we're all hanging out together and just those yes. psychosomatic symptoms that yeah maybe maybe we're all come down with something so anyway and-
1: it's, isn't it funny how that seems to be a human condition rather than like an animal condition like i mean you can't imagine you know, because because we've got that knowledge it's not like a dog's gonna start going oh hang on maybe maybe that maybe that's uh, that bit of dog food that i what might have been a little bit old so maybe mm-hmm. oh now i'm starting to feel a little bit funny in the guts here oh hang on now i've got to run it they just they just don't do that but we, no. we silly humans we just I go oh hang on have i got this and then suddenly you know we start to itch ourselves we go like um how often do you hear when the nurses see a flea they go oh god now i'm just oh, itchy I'm everywhere it's
2: itch, itch all over. yeah it's true yeah. It? definitely yeah
1: speaking of yeah. fleas mate how's sage going oh a yeah she, yeah yeah so uh so so yeah listeners to the podcast will know that uh we, we've gone and complicated our lives with a uh a new new tiny little uh we we call a tiny dog td um and uh yeah she's um she was great during the day on that first day you know she was lovely she'd come up for a cuddle and everything was wonderful and Rosie wasn't too disheartened by it and the cats hadn't seen us so they couldn't couldn't really care less and then yeah then nighttime happened um, and unfortunately not much sleeping happened with the nighttime <laughs> um it, it's the first time we've ever tried crate training a dog right. and strike me pink Lewis it is it is not an easy thing to be, you know, like dog, dogs, don't just get it straight away. I mean, I know some do, um, mm. but Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty brutal the first, uh, the first few days. So like we were, um, I think we got up to her. Oh, four times, you know, in yeah, that yeah. first night, either Christina getting up to her or me getting up to her. Yeah. And then finally she'd go to sleep and then we'd hear Rosie walking up the hallway and then we'd have to let her out. And, Oh yeah, man. I had my, I had my eyes hanging out my bum for the first couple of days <laughs> and it got to the point where um, mm. I think it must've been on the Wednesday night that, um, that Christina said, oh, I'm going to bring the crate into the, into the bedroom mm. and see if that helps Good to idea. settle her Yeah. Um, and she brought her in and um, Sage whimpered for two minutes. So I said, that's it. I'm out here. I'm going to go. I'm going to go and sleep on the couch. So grabbed my pillow, grabbed the sleeping bag, went and slept on the couch. Uh so you didn't like go well? Actually, Sage,
2: you stay in the bedroom. I'll go and get in the crate, and yeah. uh, and I'll sleep in the crate. You sleep in the bedroom. Is
1: that well, well, kind of how it ended up. Well, Christina did say that. She said, "I know that if I lifted her up and put her to sleep in the bed, she's going to yes, fall straight asleep." There it is. I there know she is. will, but there do not do that. That um, happens. Yeah, it's not yeah. common. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So um, so then the finally that next night. The penny kind of started to drop a little bit. And so now now I think we've only been going out to her like once a night. So yeah, um right. so we so we've got the crate in our in our walk-in robe. So yeah. so she's sort of in there closer to us. Um, so we still wake up, take her out, she does a wee, she comes back in. And, and the good thing is when she comes back in, she just settles straight away. So I think she's getting the hang of okay, when I'm in the crate at night, it's bedtime, yeah, you know, when right. the lights are out. <laughs> We carry her out, she does a wee, we carry her in, she hops back in again. She seems to be getting that. So that's so that's good. That's at least positive. So we're just hoping that as she gets older and her kidneys increase their ability of being able to concentrate her urine, because at the moment it can't, that um, that she starts to be able to hang on for oh, a little yeah. bit better through the night. So yeah, but definitely. she's at least she's at least getting there. So now She's not quite as much of a pain in the butt for us um at nighttime. Now she's just a pain in the butt for us during the daytime. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, we're, first week we're talking about anyone this is off. anyone is listening.
2: Uh, get a puppy; they're lovely. Please. Oh, they're great. Um, yeah, yeah. Go and support puppies. your
1: vet by going and this, getting yourself a puppy.
2: This is an ad for all breeders with puppies out there. Thanks for your oh, support. Anyway, it's just,
1: go on. It's just the fir- it's that first week, man. You know where. I remember with Rosie how like Christina and I looking up at the ceiling going, Oh my goodness, you're three months pregnant. We've got this dog and we've just, we've just ruined our lives. What the hell have we done? This is terrible. And the first week is rough. And then the second week is better. And then the third week is just like with kids, things do slowly get better, especially as long as you're trying to set them up to succeed. But Oh man, it's, it's, it's tough. And so for the first four days yet yeah, meek mild you know just smooching around everything's great she was she's always a bit of a pain in the butt for rosie um you know rosie's got rosie's had the what i call the puppy bump so now she rosie's eating better and she wants to play more and she wants all the oh, treats because yeah, we're right. giving sage lots and lots of treats sage sit sage come so you know doing all that stuff and rosie's gone Oh, well, hang on. If Tiny Mm. Dog's getting something, I want to get something as well. Hang on. Where have all these liver treats been for the last 11 years? Why the (laughs) hell are you only dishing them out now, you sods? Mm. So, but in the last 48 hours, she has just turned into devil incarnate. So she's chasing and barking at the cats. Rosie, because Rosie's trying to cold shoulder her. Now Sage is jumping around. Do you remember the old Looney Tunes cartoons yes. where you've got the dog and the I go, what are you going to do today? George, are going to, ah, you mean out. pals, you mean pals, hey, you mean pals, we're pals, you mean pals, so, what are we going to do? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I go, I, I had a moment with Camille where I said, look, what Rosie's going through is typical younger sibling syndrome. So basically, Rosie wants to sleep on the bed and then Sage suddenly realizes that that is the absolute bed that she wants to sleep on and no other bed that's just the only the only idea she's had all day. So then Rosie hops up and says, "All right, you have the bed. I'm going to go and play with my toy." And then Sage says, "That's the best idea. I've, mm. I, I I was just about to go and play with that toy. That's my toy. Don't you take that." And so Rosie, "Okay, right, right, I'll go and play." No, that's the toy I want to play with. Much the same as when Camille's on the trampoline and then suddenly Ruben says, I'm going to go and jump on the trampoline because I've been waiting all day to go and jump on the trampoline. Oh man. So so Rosie is absolutely going through sibling you know, sibling issues. Well, worry. Um So worry, but yeah, sibling issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. um so Christina asked me today while we were um I was doing the dishes after Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the listeners out there, yes. you know. Um yeah, and to all the uh, out there even. uh uh, listeners and their mums and the mums listeners and all that sort of stuff um tell your mums to listen to the podcast why not um uh, i was doing the dishes and christina yelled out have you got eyes on the puppy i said well i can see that rosie's sleeping on the puppy's bed so i'm pretty sure i know where the puppy is the puppy is sleeping on the big dog's bed so Uh, so so uh, whenever we that's you you get to learn the subtle signs Lewis. so um so you know we're doing it we followed your advice from last week. We had the first meeting on, on, uh, on, you know, in the demilitarized zone up the yes. road at the park. So, well, good to know.
2: That's probably why everything went well for the first four days, mate, because, um, we didn't get to chat after the week to after the your yes. advice.
1: Yeah. Mm. I know. I, I didn't find out about days four, five, and yeah. six. And that's, so why, that's why the wheels are falling off.
2: You're off the rails now, mate. I can't help you anymore. So, oh, you're no. <laughs> crap.
1: Oh, geez. <laughs> but, uh, what, what, gotta, what a shame.
2: Are you going to keep creating the walk-in robe, or are you plans to move it?
1: The the plans are going to be to move it once it seems like we've got like, uh, I guess our plans are going to be to eventually be trying to have her sleep out in the lounge room, sort of away from the yep. bedroom from us. We'll probably wait until she is uh, a bit more settled at night, where she, we know yeah, when
2: she's settled. 10, 10 centimeters every second day, mate. How's it yep. sound? It so, sounds good. Sounds that, authoritative. Uh, I
1: was I was gonna say 15 centimeters every Ooh. third
2: day, no, but you too know much. too 10, much, mate. Too, yeah, too much. far. You're pushing it, you're really pushing it. Yeah, I'm, i do like pushing the envelope. Should be like you know, waking up going, hang
1: on, whoa,
2: yeah, too
1: much. Hey, so so riddle, riddle me this then. Um, so We're using just her same crate with her same bed as the crate in the walk-in row, but we also then have that down in the lounge room um, for her to go and sleep in during the day. And she is, she's going hopping in there and having a sleep in that. Would you recommend still using that crate for doing both of those things or should we have two crates? What are your, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, eventually, it's going to be one crate because you're going to move that one out of the walk-in robe down oh, into the laundry. Correct. Room, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're moving it now, eh? Like during the no, day? no, not at
1: the moment. No, no. oh, oh so got yeah, two. yeah. So, so, no, we do move it during the day. Yeah, yeah so we, so we move that. it out that's from fine. the walk-in robe. Yeah. That's fine.
2: Yeah, I okay, that's good. Because that. eventually, they'll merge into one in a sense. Yes, because the one in the walk-in robe will just sit out in the lounge room all the time.
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We'll so yeah. slowly start migrating yeah. down once she's once she settles out. Ten
2: centimeters every. You know, with a, you know, it must be nice, mate. The large house, like yourself, I, I think by the time she's six years old, she'll be down in the living room about 10 centimeters every second day. I, I, I tell nice. you what,
1: I'm, I'm, I was just thinking about that. I was looking at that hallway going, that is like going to be a really long, slow, so <laughs> drawn out Ten process of getting it down there every just, day. Yeah,
2: marks, marks on the, on the, on the, on the, on the floorboards there, mate. Makes on the know, wooden go, floorboards. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'll go in there. I'll just gouge it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nice. Get get Ruben to do that. He'll sort that <laughs> out for <us>. you. Ah, <laughs> uh, very good, mate. Lovely. So, uh, there's uh,
1: anyone who wants to see how it's going. Lots of videos been going up, haven't that, mate? As promised. Oh uh, yeah, abs- absolutely. I couldn't work yeah. out how to how to load up um, videos on Patreon. Um, So you know we've, we've recorded a couple, but I have not been able to work out how to uh, post the damn thing. So so that, it is a work Instagram? in progress. Maybe What's Instagram. that? Put it on Instagram. Maybe oh, on probably, Instagram. probably should Maybe. Instagram. Maybe you do that. Hey, you know what, one thing we have been doing, Lewis, after the first couple of days of you know, just sleepless nights and just the, the agonizing frustration of going, why is this puppy so upset? Guess what I reached for, Lewis? Uh, some uh, a valium or a serrupx uh, yeah, yeah. So, so what I did is I actually crushed up the Serapax <laughs> and I put it in some whiskey actually a lot of whiskey you know yeah. like, yes. I had whiskey in a beer glass yes. and then after that I slept really really well until then the dog woke me up at four o'clock in the morning and then I had a headache So this so thing
2: we do not condone drinking, at all drink responsibly yes and don't take drugs don't dr- drink dr- drugs, no. are no, like, okay. yes. drugs
1: are bad okay drugs are bad. But you know what is good? Zilkeen is great. Yes.
2: Yes. Zilkeen so you, put, is
1: great. you put the uh, T D on, on Zilkeen. LD. LD. Little uh, uh, Yeah. T- tiny Dog. Tiny T D. T- sorry. Tiny TD. Dog. Yeah. Put the tiny dog on Zilkeen. And um, so and and I tell you what, you know, I think it's been I'm, I'm thinking about just giving her an extra one during the day because now she seems to be sleeping well at night, but then she's driving us insane during the day. So all
2: right. I might I might
1: I'll still just stick with the one you today, can. but it's double the dose. You'll well, you can, yeah. Um, and you know what, Lewis? um, so I was mixing it up in some tin food uh, in order to try and make sure that it went in, ran out of tin food last night. So we thought, what are we going to do? And so, you know what I did, Lewis, I just tipped it in the little bowl there with her dry food and she just licked it right up. That's go. how palatable the Zylkine is. Palatable. Wow. That's Palatability. fantastic. So, and, and and it's so incredibly safe that I know I'd be able to use it in in, in young sage. And I'm sure that's it. That's attributed as to why now, finally, I'm getting some sleep. So, Zilkeen, what a great, what a great option to be able to give your puppy when you're transitioning them into their new life and crate training.
2: Excellent. Fantastic. That's a great wrap. And also a big thank you to Delicate Care. Now, Delicate Care, the food, the Australian made, Australian owned food, that's a big supporter of our show. They are actually running a, a competition coming up to, from the 10th to the 20th of May. So, well, when this drops, uh, probably yes. you know this this week, Um, that's in 2022, just in case you're now in 2022. 30 and you're listening back to the back catalog, that you cannot enter. It's only for
1: those in 2022 at the moment, unless you've got um, a DeLorean, if you've got a DeLorean, go for it or a fax machine. If you still got a fax machine in 2030, send it. And there is a chance that then it'll arrive in 1988. And then, and then you can tell someone to then enter it for you still then in 2022.
2: Yeah. And don't go on your MySpace account. Cause that's not where it is. If you go to no. Instagram, Instagram, delicate care Instagram page, and uh, there's a three-kilogram bag of mobility food. Ooh. Open, open to um, I, I think I think they're a little bit concerned about postage, so it is open only to Australian residents only. Just make just check that if you are overseas, look look out for the next um, for, for the next competition. I'm sure it'll be overseas, but Australian residents only. Um, and and so go to the um. Uh, their Instagram account, or you can go to our Instagram account, two vets talk pets um, and find the delicate care link. They're going to tag us in. And I think so that's uh that's a good product. They're three kilogram bag of mobility for free. For free. Sure exactly Excellent. What you, what you need to do, but you'll need uh you head to your Instagram.
1: Head mm. to the Instagram account. I'm sure all the details will be there. And i tell you what, Lewis, um, there is a little bit of the uh, the copy that they've given us to have a read of. Does your dog struggle with sore, stiff joints or arthritis? Delicate care mobility diet for dogs may be an option for your favorite pooch. Even your least favorite pooch. Doesn't yes. matter. Even, yes. in, even it could even be your middle favorite pooch. If you think that you're one of your pooches, could it could do with it, then, then go for it.
2: Yeah, alrighty. And um well, also big thank you to our Patreon supporters. yes, uh, thank absolutely. You, thank, you, thank you very much for your support. Uh, you know, really appreciate you guys. Um, and the extra tips you gave us some Mother Day, Mother's Day, that was lovely. Um did that yes. come
1: through, mate, on your side. Oh, what oh, the Patreon, Patreon. Yeah, ones? the extra
2: tips. Did they come through to your bank? Anyway, thanks guys. I better move on. All righty. Cool, mate. Now, uh this week in the news, yes. I, yeah, uh, well, uh, hey- this is yeah. Well, you
1: sent you sent me that um that, that article from the Daily Telly the other day. Did you want to talk about that? It's not know. on the run sheet, but the Isn't the one it? about the the dog with um with COVID. Oh yeah, well a little bit controversial that one. Oh, I think I, I think it is a bit controversial. Yes. Yes, well, a bit or, controversial. Do we, or do we just leave? let just leave our we Might list, let that you go. Out. And, uh, just guys, just go, go and have a I read think- of the Daily Telegraph and just um see what you guys might think. Our opinion might be of that particular mm. uh, article. Yeah. Well, there was a vet who said they
2: diagnosed a COVID in their do- in a dog. I think just on a rat test, a human rat test, which is interesting. It'd be interesting to get some uh, some uh, some. Uh... Professional
1: experience. validation, yeah, you know, things experience. on there on just anyway, just whether or not that is species specific and the chances of attaining a false positive and all that sort of stuff. That might well, be some stuff that we might talk about if we were going to think about if, talking about it. But if we not can get the
2: lawyers involved that were involved from the cat show when we yes. uh, we got we got cancelled slightly after the, the cat, cat show incident cancel anyway. culture yeah the cancel uh, the cat hat lover show that we are uh, little man the hat anyway. <laughs> This is an article from the New Scientist. Uh, French Bulldogs are the shortest-lived dog breed in the UK. Right. Yeah. right. Well, yep. Shortest expa- noses and the shortest lifespan. There you go. Life expectancy tables for 18 breeds show that Jack Russells are the top dogs for longevity, yep. while French Bulldogs come last. Dan O'Neill at the Royal Veterinary College in Hatfield, UK, and his colleagues analysed data from over 30,000 dogs in the UK between 2016 and 2020. The team wanted to go beyond producing an average life expectancy for each breed. An average lifespan does not give you nuance, said O'Neill. For example, if your dog has an average life expectancy of 10 years, but he's already nine years old, This doesn't necessarily mean your dog is likely to die within the next year. No, no.
1: It's not a Logan's Run situation where your dog is going to make it to 10 and then you've got to go and, yeah, yeah, you go take it to the, you know, take it to the, to the Rainbow Bridge or, you know, take it to go and live on the farm or get the upgrade, the little, uh, get the sage in and uh, sage in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A little
2: replacement (laughs) potentially. Yes. Yeah. There's something about that dog that means it's probably healthier than dogs which died before that age, O'Neill says. So it might actually be more likely to to stay alive for even longer than average. The researchers produced a life table for each breed, allowing dog owners to estimate how long their pets will continue to live depending on how old they are already. Interesting. Mm. The team determined this by calculating what proportion of dogs died after each year of life. This has never been done before, O'Neill says. The large sample size is based on anonymized records provided by 30% of vet surgeries in the UK. It took 10 to 15 years to build these systems, he said. The researchers found that Jack Russell Terriers had the highest average life expectancy of how many years do you think, man? I'm putting you on the spot. Uh,
1: 13.2 years.
2: Very close. 12.7. Woo! Followed by, what do you think is the next longest living breed? Poodle. No. No, I'll give you two guesses, three guesses. All right. Um,
1: animal, mineral, or vegetable? Uh, uh, no. uh, uh, could it be a um, uh, Labrador? Uh, no, last one. I know oh, no, it's – de- think, think think more a herding breed. Oh, like a, uh, like a, a blue healer. Oh, close. Border Collie. Border
2: Collie. Border right. Collie. Okay. And so 12.7 for the Jack Russell. What do you reckon? for uh, the border?
1: Collie? Uh, I, I'm going um, to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 12 years.
2: 12.1. Very good. Oh, close. Very, yeah. Yeah. You know, point 0.1. Couldn't
1: like, get the breed, but I know how long it'll live for. <laughs> Is that like point 0.1 as in
2: one month? Or is that point one as in point one of three hundred sixty five days?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be thir- thir- 36, 36 days, times, I think. One... So, so a month oh, and
2: change, right? Leap right. years Le- they affect anyway. French bulldogs had the lowest life expectancy. So we've got a Jack Russell living forever, twelve twelve point seven years. Where do you reckon we are for for the old? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I actually think this French- is going to be. I think this is going to be really interesting because I wonder just how wide the that this this is going to tell us how wide the net is between the oldest um uh, age dog and the youngest so i'm uh, let me say i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say um i'll, I'll give you i'm a gonna hint. say not nine nine point eight you, I'll years give, i'll give you
2: a hint yeah I'll give you a hint the gap between the oldest and the youngest is much vaster than i would ever have thought
1: oh crap really
2: yes yeah houses
1: all right um right. Then so let's say um let us let, say then 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 4. no uh let let's say 6.5. No 4. Oh, yeah. 4. No. 4.5 4. years. Wow. I've got I've got a really good question to ask I want you keep on reading through the article. So I'm going to try and make sure I remember it. But keep going. One so more guess.
2: To, yeah, you write that down. One more guess. Yep. Uh what's the next dog that's the least livable dog?
1: Um so so I'm if Frenchie's yeah, if, if Frenchies, Frenchies were there, I'm, I'm gonna say a pug.
2: Well, no, no, three guesses. Something similar. Eng, English Bulldog. Bang, got it, mate. There, there we got go. It. Now, interestingly, four and a half years for a Frenchie. What do you think for an English Bulldog?
1: Uh six years. 7.4. Wow, that is that's a massive a big, gap.
2: Yeah. So what's what's going on? That's that's uh that's quite racist, isn't it, really? The French really just don't well, live as long as the English, do they? Is no. It?
1: Maybe that's a, a bit of it's bias a, in a the Second study. World War thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, you look, know. So, so also my, or I'll put my question out there now um, just to see whether mm-hmm. or not the article mm-hmm. then, um, then answers it, is I think it's going to be interesting to see what the inclusion criteria is on these animals and whether or not it includes animals that were euthanized because they had – issues and because the owners couldn't actually, uh, afford treatment, you Ooh. know, whether or not that affects the, um, the time, because, you know, I mean, at, at that sort of life expectancy for, uh, you know, for a, a, a dog sounds incredibly short, you know, as an mm. average, like that's incredibly short.
2: The, if we read on, there is a little, just a little, Please. uh, extra, just a little bit extra in there that might just explain that loan cool. number. Team found that the more a dog had been bred to suit human aesthetics, the lower its lifespan in general. French Bulldogs have flat faces and are very cute, O'Neill says, but this means they live for less time and struggle to blink and breathe for their entire lives.
1: It's interesting how they put blinking in front of breathing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think I reckon you survive a long time without blinking. Yeah. A shorter period of time without breathing. Definitely.
1: Look, I've, 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 I've seen some pretty, pretty rock solid staring contests in my time, but but no one's ever died from it. But if you mm. hold your breath for too long, yeah, that's, mm. uh, you yeah, know, that's, that's not conducive with life, Lewis. I reckon you could not
2: blink for maybe 10 minutes if you really push yourself, but you could oh, hold your absolutely. breath for more than a couple.
1: Yeah. I, even yeah. Even with all the st- mental strength in the world, I don't think you're going to hold your breath for that long, but nah. keeping your eyelids open. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could do that in a pinch. Mm, I think so. I think so. However, the estimated lifespan for
2: French bulldogs is probably an underestimate. I probably, this yes, is because they are the most popular dog in the UK right now, and so there is a huge overrepresentation of younger French bulldogs in the population, which is skewing the team's calculations. So they must be looking oh. at just, yeah. I thought it'd be deaths, age of of dying. I suppose. Well, that's that's just that that, so that seems like it's a bit of a alive, which is kind yeah, of weird.
1: That's anyway. that seem that I'm so suddenly I'm I'm less excited about their uh, about their findings. I thought for a while there, I thought, wow, this is actually going to be some really really mm. good and interesting data. But if they're just taking it from the animals that are alive now,
2: well, their aim is I think to be able to say how old your dog is and then uh, predict, predict how, how long it's going to long. Yeah, it's going to live. So I, I think they do need to look at living as well as dying age i guess so over it's a very yin and yang kind of principle yeah but if i had the time i could have actually downloaded the scientific report and <laughs> deep dived into perhaps next week we'll do that perhaps not uh the researchers plan to make similar life tables for cats and produce grass for the life expensive dogs in other countries this is a fantastic idea says audrey Rup- rupley at virginia Merrin college of veterinary medicine I think that using the life tables to determine average life expectancy for individual breeds of dogs is particularly enlightening, says RuPaul. It allows one to broadly understand the overall health of a particular breed as compared to other breeds of dogs. Mm. So if you've got a Frenchie that's five years old, it's, uh, it's outliving its time. So be thankful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No,
2: no. Well- um, no, we don't think th- so, do we? Uh,
1: and I, I wonder then whether or not, because especially if they're trawling that much data, then whether or not they could drill down on it from a breed specific point of view and go, eh, okay, you know, so you've got you've got a poodle. Um, if they're going to get kidney disease, this is like the average age of where they're going to get mm. kidney disease. Or if they're going to get cancer, this is the average age of when they're going to get cancer and what their life expectancy would be, you know, if they get those sorts of conditions. I, I guess it's just interesting, you know, like given that we've got so many different breeds um, out there and unfortunately so many conditions, that's the reason why I job so hard, Lewis. Um, that's why we get paid the big bucks and we drive around in the expensive don't cars because it's oh, so don't hard. We, mate. Don't we, um, don't we? But that's it. Anyway, I yeah, think that'll be interesting looking, in time. Yeah. yeah. I don't
2: think they're looking at diseases per se. Maybe it's not like a big one health thing. It's more just how old's your dog? How long is he going to live? What breed? Yeah. Is yeah. Kind of um, linking that together, which is interesting. Yeah. Which, it's,
1: um, a, it's an interesting data pool. I think that's I think that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. This is another similar breed sort of stuff. This is an article my dad sent
1: me. Uh, oh, thanks. The real Dr. Much, Kirkham.
2: Thanks very much, Doc. Yeah, very yeah. much uh, Number Number six listener of the pocket. What number are we at? I'm struggling. It's your, there's Christina. There's Deb. There's I oh, don't oh, know. Anyway, certainly top ten.
1: Top ten listener yeah, all,
2: or, or one all, of only ten.
1: All of our listeners are in the top ten of our hearts, and probably in the people that actually listen. They're, you're all in the top ten. That's
2: probably true. Probably <laughs>
1: true. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. Can you edit that out? Because it's no good for our sponsors to hear that. Oh yes. Yeah. No, yeah they know yeah. we've got. 10,000 to the 10,000 yeah. listeners. Yes. Well. Yes. Yeah. You're all in the top 10,000%. So thank you very much. <laughs> so this is the Australian newspaper. Behavior of dogs
2: defies their genetics.
1: Ooh, so we've okay. gone lifespan
2: now onto behavior. Yeah. Uh, now this is from Isam Ahmed from, uh, must be the Washington Post or something like that. Come across the Australian. Interesting. First, uh, first paragraph. I'd like you to analyze. There are well-known stereotypes. Rottweilers and pit bulls are aggressive, while labradors and golden retrievers are extra friendly. How's that Bre- go for a start of a uh, a little uh, little article? With gives it a lot of respect, do you think?
1: Yeah, not particularly. Not particularly. They mm. got the old breed not deed, you know. I mean, someone yes. sounds like they've had a uh, had a bit of a run in with big dogs before.
2: Certainly, got plenty of Labradors that I've seen and retrievers that are eh, not particularly friendly. Yes. Things. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, c-
1: certainly in particular situations.
2: Looks. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and Labradors and Pitbulls that are amazing. Gorgeous dogs. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> Terrific. Lovely. Lovely <laughs> dogs. But a genetic study published in the journal Science on Thursday involved more than 2,000 dogs paired with 200,000 survey answers from owners demonstrates that the widespread assumptions are largely unfounded oh wow there we go there we go to be sure many behavioral traits can be inherited but the modern concept of breed offers only partial predictive value for most types of behavior and almost none whatsoever for how affectionate a dog will be or conversely how quick to anger Mm. Good point. We always do, like you said, we talk about deed, not breed. Um, any dog can bite. They've all got teeth, haven't they?
1: Yes. Wild well, not, not all of them. I've removed some in, in oh, some yeah. dogs. Yeah, yeah, I love that. When the owners go, oh, I, he might bite, but he hasn't got many teeth. Well, he you know, needs
2: two to probably hurt
1: me. Well, we, we've we've got a, uh, a a particular chihuahua who has got um, diabetes, liver disease, um uh, I think now she's got cataracts as well, and she has had every single tooth removed out of her mouth, and that does not stop her from trying to take her fingers off. But I tell you what, I still jump every time yes. she tries to have a crack at me because I, it's just ingrained in when those tiny little dogs, they to spin that head around, I'm, I'm pulling the fingers out of the way, even though she can do me no harm. Yeah. Exactly, and it's
2: it's lovely when um when you do that, and then owners laugh at you because they think you're scared of the dogs. Like, yeah. I didn't have those reflexes; I wouldn't have any fingers. So, correct, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, several times a day, and also at home. I don't know if you have it at home, mate. Sometimes, I mean, Olive's known to use her teeth a little bit, but she'll sort of just turn her head, and I'll be like, oh, like just I just bring yep. her home to a little bit. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah, jumpy
1: we are, yeah, yes. we are, especially Shellshock. around the head. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly, spot on. Anyway, back to uh. Back to, um, to is, is, um Ahmed's article. Well, genetics play, plays a role in the personality of any individual dog. Specific dog breed is not a good predictor of these traits, said senior author Eleanor Carlson of UMass Chan and the Broad Institute of MIT and Harvard. What we found is the defining ca- criteria of a golden retriever are its physical characteristics, the shape of its ears, the color and quality of its fur, its size, not whether it is friendly, mm. and that would be consistent, I suppose, with how breeders have selected over the years. They haven't necessarily selected for temperament; they've selected
1: for a look, haven't they? In the, correct in the show ring. Yes, yep, yep, and 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 particularly in the show ring, not just. You know, does it look like it's a a, a nice dog? Like they are looking for specific mm. physical traits that they want to mm. make sure that they can amplify in order to increase the chances that the offspring is then going to be equally mm. ribbon winningly wonderful in a show mm. ring.
2: Yeah, there's no behaviour taken into account, really. Lead author Kathleen Morrill explained that understanding the relationship between breeds and behaviour could be the first step in understanding the genes responsible for psychiatric conditions in humans, such as obsessive disorders. Oh, I didn't read this. Interesting. Although we can't really ask a dog themselves about their problems or thoughts or anxieties, we do know that dogs lead rich emotional lives and experience disorders that manifest in their behaviour, she said. The team sequenced the DNA of 2,155 purebred and mixed breed dogs to search for common genetic variations that could predict behavior and combined this info with surveys from 18,385 pet owner surveys from Darwin's Ark, A-R-K. Right. Mm. Must be Noah's less well-known cousin. Yeah, his cousin, Cousin Darwin. Darwin. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He, size... he was—he he was only half as rich. He could only have one animal on the ark. So, oh, so, so it was—it was going to be a pretty, pretty awkward. Air if they yeah. actually, you know, if Noah's ark went down, it was just going to be Darwin there with just one animal of each. What and going, well, now the what the ma- hell are we going to do?
2: Only the maphrodite animals survived, I suppose. Like the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, awkward. The site is an open source database of owner reported canine traits and behaviors because the existing stereotypes are so powerful. The team designed their questionnaire to account for owner bias. They established definitions for reporting traits such as bid ability, bid ability, ability. So ability to buy an investment house. property. Yeah. 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 Investment property. So whether they can negative gear, you know, how, how biddable are they to, you know, you know, that are they, Living in a nice house that's got a really long front hallway that takes a long time to move the crate five cent, you know, something like that. Tell you what, Whether, that's, a, that,
1: yeah. that's that's ridiculous that banks will. Yeah, I mean, I know interest rates are low, but crikey, I mean if they're if they're judging the uh, uh, ability of being able to pay back a house loan on a dog's bid ability, I mean that's insane.
2: It's if they can raise their paw. I think two is part of it. You've got oh to yes, be able to bid at the right time. Is it, but, and, and Does
1: that up to the auctioneer to be able to tell the difference between a bid and a shake? Because you know mm, sometimes yeah, yeah, you you need to be high able to five. make. Yeah, I mean, what if the dog's just trying to pick its nose, and then it, that, that's taken as a bid?
2: Well, if it's a pug, it's probably easier to pick its nose, and if it's a it's, it's a border collie, so that's the bid ability. I think definitely. Right. So, right, bid ability gotcha. is a dog response to human yeah. direction. So kind of trainability, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, dog-human sociability, how comfortable dogs are with people, including strangers. Fair Mm -hmm. enough. And toy-directed motor patterns, how interested they are in toys. Right. Physical and aesthetic traits are also surveyed. In all, Professor Carlson and Ms. Morrill found 11 locations on the dog genome associated with behavior differences, including bidability retrieving pointing at a target and howling <sighs> among these behaviors breed did play some role so let's go with howling what breeds do you think
1: uh howl more okay um samoyeds uh malamutes burp, burp, burp. no burp, burp. howling burp, burp. yep um i mean well, well similar I mean, hus- huskies i'll give you that Oh, one. huskies husky. yeah husky
2: but uh, two I wouldn't have picked, I don't think. Right. It would be beagles and bloodhounds tend to howl more.
1: Yeah. Bloodhound. is blood a bloodhound. Oh, beagles howl. Beagles That's and bloodhounds tend to right. howl okay. more.
2: What's biddable? Who can, bid, who can bid the auction? Who's the winner? Who's uh, the winner uh, look,
1: I'm, I'm going to say uh, yeah, dogs easy to train. Uh, uh, Labradors, German Shepherds, um, uh, le- border collies border
2: collies there it is border, border collies, collies are biddable and what's the least biddable dog
1: le- least biddable um who's a dog that sort of struggles with mental capacity um Ooh. how about uh cavalier Ooh. king charles oh there's some shade he's
2: throwing right there welcome to all our cavi owners out there
1: the, come, down, come down to come
2: down see Robbie at the at the Waverley Animal Hospital. He's he lo- loves the the smarts of the the Cavalier King. Geez, you really showing
1: it, mate. Ooh, not, wow. not it's a the, not, not the smartest breed, you reckon? Not well, no, no. no okay. I think they they are not particularly known for the amount of or the density of neurons between their ears. Right. Well, the they survey, are very cute. There's the survey a survey. Says agree
2: or the, disagree? The survey says Shiba Inus. Okay, yeah, 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 yep. Uh now what? what breed give me uh breed more likely to point? So uh how no. about a
1: pointer? Mate, how did you know that? Did,
2: oh, that's well, right, that let's try yeah. let's try retriever, slightly, slightly more likely to retrieve.
1: Uh going going on, on, you've B? gone a pointer, yeah. Retrieve. I'm gonna say a retriever, a golden retriever, did you say? Oh, I did, did yes. you know. You got this article at home then, mate. That's i I've, I've got 20 years got veterinary that experience yeah, here, Lewis. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not I'm not just a fly by night, you know, kind of kind of operation here. Now, however, there were always exceptions to the rules. Of course there are, the Lewis. Rules. That's why we have rules.
2: Now, what, what dog has the lowest
1: propensity for howling? Lowest the lowest propensity yep. for howling. Um yep. I'm gonna say a, um, a, a a poodle. No, Labrador. Labrador. Okay. So even
2: though they have a lowest per- propensity for howling, 8% still did. How? Okay. Yeah. right here. Still low. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 90% of greyhounds didn't bury their toys.
1: That's, how many of them had
2: toys? 3% yeah. frequently did. Oh, yeah. 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 Good point. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're chasing toys. I yes. That's they never right. catch it, so they can't bury it. Yeah, they can't bury it. What are they going to the do little? with it? How can they, yeah. they chase it forever? Yeah, They'll bury it. Of course Just they around, do. around, around the circle. Yeah. So that three percent that fr- did frequently, they're probably the fast ones that catch the lure. They actually, well, they do it. catch it at the end, don't they? It's whether or <laughs> no. not they bury it.
1: Yeah, they do. Let them catch it at the end. Oh well, well they got a, they got something that looks like it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a little they? rag. I think they do. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, we uh we digress. When we looked at this factor that we call agonistic threshold, which include mm-hmm. a lot of questions about whether people's dogs reacted aggressively to things. We weren't seeing an effect of breed ancestry, Professor Carlson said. So there's no link between aggression and breed at all. Right. I couldn't there find we anything. Overall, breed explained just nine percent of variation behaviour. With age, a better predictor of some traits such as toy play. Interesting. Yep. Yep. True. True. Puppies get puppy, older. Young animals. Yeah. Less likely to use a toy, aren't you, mate? As you age. I
1: think. Yep. Unless you got a puppy.
2: Yes, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Physical. Don't traits. Sorry,
1: mate. I know exactly where you were going with it, and I just where am I going it. with it? What are you talking where, about? Where are you going on to the next? Are you going on to the next paragraph? I think Thank that's you. where you're going. Thank you very yeah, much. yeah. Physical traits,
2: however, were five times more likely to be predicted by breed than behaviour was. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, French bulldog pushed in nose. Yeah, you can predict that pretty 100% sure. Yes. Has it hasn't got a pushed in nose? It's not a French no, bulldog. No, 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 no. And if it's has it got a long snout, it's not. Well, if it's got a pushed nose, it's not a greyhound, I suppose, is it? Correct. Definitely not. The ID runs counter to widespread assumptions that have informed legislation. For example, Britain has banned pit bull terriers, which we had in Victoria as well, and it got rolled back. Thank you. Yeah. Because we need to look at a deed, not breed. Before the 1800s, dogs were selected. That's when the faxes were around, mate. Yes, yeah. Dogs were selected primarily for functional roles such as hunting, guarding, and herding. Mm. By contrast, the modern dog breed, emphasising confirmation to physical ideals and purity of lineage, is a Victorian invention. Invention, Victorian era invention. Yes, yeah. Not 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 the state no, of Victoria. No, it's
1: no, not a not, not where yeah. we
2: reside. The team wrote: modern breeds carry genetic variations of their ancestors. Sorry, of their ancient predecessors, but not at the same frequencies, explaining divergence of behavior within breeds. So there you go. I thought that's that's a really, really cool say. So thank you very much. Yeah. Dr. Kirkham, appreciate it. Really? Yeah, that's
1: excellent. Oh, it's, it's glad, good that we've got uh, him sort of researching things that we should be talking about because he comes up with good stuff.
2: Exactly. Yeah, definitely.
1: All righty. <laughs> um, how that's about up. the disclaimer? All, all advice on this show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information because veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing. Please let us know if we missed anything or if you would like any clarification or if you wanted to talk about toys. But Lewis, what are you going to talk about today? Oh, I've got a
2: quick one this week, mate. We've got a, um, nice. got a question that came in via the uh, email. So 2 nice at gmail.com. Hi, if you're short on topics before early June. Well, well we are not short on topics, but we love a question. So yeah, 100%. Early before early June. Yeah. I wonder if you could talk about strategies for moving with anxious dogs, managing Ooh. reactions while packing over time, helping learning learn the new space two of the three dogs don't manage space well together. So setting boundaries in a new space. If you've already covered the topic in an early podcast, happy to listen back. If you don't mind referring to the episode number. Yes. Episode number 42. Thank you very much for the question. Scratch you later.
1: I I, See what that would entail. That would entail us knowing what we talked about in previous episodes. (laughs) And the, and the fact that I keep trying to talk about the same stories about every 36 episodes, you know, the chance of us knowing if we've spoken about moving out, we're probably better off just assuming that we haven't and then just, uh, then just rolling just without it. Just going what's over the, it again. What, what's the name of the listener, Lewis, who's, who sent us oh, through that question? Well, uh, so uh, there's some Holly.
2: Holly. Uh, shoe Friends, uh, a.k.a. Nick Tuna. Um, and I won't read our email address. So I think Holly has sent us questions before. So thank you very much, awesome. Holly. Awesome. Thanks, Holly. Say, fair warning. After we move in, I may be writing to ask how to be a good neighbor to chickens and free-range pet rabbits with three hounds and a solid vinyl fence.
1: Right. Yes. Well,
2: you might. Yes. Hopefully, you'll get to us in time. Yeah. The chickens <laughs> and the rabbits will still be around with those Yes. Those sight hounds, which, um, as we've just learned, probably behaviorally are not going to chase those animals,
1: but being sighthounds may want to chase yes.
2: those animals 8% of the time.
1: They won't bury them. They won't no, bury them, no, but they, they, they might them. chase them. Yeah, they're, they're not going is, to bury is, them.
2: Is that, thank you so much. So I thought that was a good one, mate. So I had some notes and maybe I'll, I'll go through it a little bit. I think yeah. no, obviously the first thing is, and you're doing that by contacting us, is, is uh, get onto your favourite podcast and ask them the oh, tick. Sorry, done that. Check. Here we are plan well ahead yes So, in the new place think about uh toileting where do you want them to go to the toilet which dogs you know, obviously it doesn't sound like the three of them perhaps get along so well together there's a bit of a space issue so perhaps thinking about initially who's going to have access to what area where the, each individual dog's bedding going to be what are the rules you know are we allowed up on the couch are we allowed in the kitchen are we allowed, you know, how that's going to work, mm. um, where the feeding's going to be, you know, if there's issues between dogs of the feeding, where the food stations are going to be, making sure the uh, the vinyl fence is hound-proof would be, yes. would be a good one as well. Um, so that sort of, yeah, that sort of general sort of preparation stuff. Um Thinking about maybe boarding the dogs while you're packing is a thought too. Now, if you're packing over a long period of time, which might be the case between now and early June, um, perhaps trying to keep the boxes you're packing in a separate room. So the dogs aren't sort of a bit perturbed by all the changes and the moving of things around Mm. so much. Um, But if you can board them, board them while you're packing up or even on the day of packing up, have them go somewhere else, go to someone else's house or boarding or a dog walk or take them for the day or that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we talked about it earlier. Zilkeen, good one to start the dogs on yes. about a week before. Get them all on a bit of Zilkeen. Help calm them down a little bit. Help with some mild anxieties. But if you think they're really going to struggle with the transition, talk to your vet now about maybe some medication, um, some anxiety low medication that um, that you can uh, you know uh, put the dogs on in in preparation for the move as well.
1: Because at least in that way, the, the less wire that your dogs are getting leading up to it then when those changes come along, it's less likely that then that's going to be sort of a, 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 a each of those new things are less likely to be then an additional trigger for them, huh? isn't it?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. To, and, uh, And sort of similar in line to the the medications, I'm not sure how far you're moving, but if you are moving into state, giving the local vet a call just to say, hey, look, uh, got any ticks in your area or any any weird diseases we need to know about, heartworm prevention, those sorts of things if you're moving moving long distances. Um, And I guess then when you do move into the new place, uh, similar to... Uh, What you did with uh, Tiny Dog and and Rosie certainly meet in the demilitarized zone, somewhere neutral, um, playing in the park all together and then all walk home together rather than sort of one dog getting in the house before the other dog necessarily. So all coming in together and, you know, exploring Um, if you can, allowing them a small space at a time. So shutting all the doors depending on how you've sort of set up the place, minimal space initially, you know, lots of food, treats, um, getting them used to the house. If you've got stairs, putting uh, peanut butter on the stairs, you know, smearing on the stairs to encourage them to to explore the house, to sort of sniff those areas, lick those areas, think, oh, that's not not so scary. Um, uh, You know, keeping them separated, you know, good separation areas that you've you've got for each of the dog, if they do need that, it can be a stressful time more likely to get some conflict between the dogs. So using baby gates and, uh, you know, sort of um, temporary barriers, like just a big cardboard yes. box that you've had the fridge in or, you know, the new TVs come out of, you know, yep. those sorts of things trying to keep keep pets separated can can help as well. Um, and if yeah, good things, food happens, you know, when they're investigating, you know, um, sniffing around the place, they find a cog with some food in or something like that can be really good. And then over time you feel they're more comfortable, slowly opening up the house can can, really help, you know, doors open, trying to keep a routine, you know, anxiety hates routine. Yeah. A routine of feeding them a certain time, you know, um, you know, bedtimes, uh, you know, exercising for little bits, all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exercise time, all that sort of thing is really important. So
1: one thing that I I say to people as well is that, you know, because I mean, moving's always a really, really busy time. And so I always say, look, maybe it might be worthwhile trying to re rejig the, the amount of time that you're expecting that you're going to be able to, exercise and spend time with your animals so but making sure that you do spend some little times with them so it might be rather than thinking that if the dogs are used to going for hour-long walks but i'm not going to be able to do that when we're when we're moving maybe when you're a couple of weeks out from it, reduce that down to a couple of five minute walks. So, but they're still sticking to that same routine, but you know that that's going to be a routine that is going to be achievable Mm. in that busy week leading up to when you're going to move. And also the busy week of when you then move into the new place as well. And then, yeah, what do you think about that in terms of, because I guess if the dogs have been used to going for big walks and they, and then they don't, well, then they're automatically going to be thinking, hang on, what's going on? Why is something happening?
2: exactly it's well the the walk bank
1: the walk yeah, bank
2: walk walk bank so look if you if you have got a copy of my book tell your dog you're pregnant since You life yeah. for dog owners who are expecting a baby we do talk about that exact comment uh, concept mate that uh, you know as the as you're getting close to baby arriving time you do need to decrease ideally decrease the walking time a little bit so that when you've got less time, once the baby's born, the dog's not too upset by the sudden change. So if you can't get a dog walker or you haven't got friends or family who are willing to take the pets, but make use of them as well is, is an option. If you've got someone, maybe the new neighbor with the, uh, the free range rabbits and the, and the chickens just uh, will let you have a run around their backyard for a little while.
1: Just well, a little I mean, bit of exercise, yes, that's right. A little I mean, bit of exercise, yes. yes. No, that'd be great. And and but but you know, only just for a small amount of time each day, because you don't want them to all suddenly start doing a whole lot of chasing of the rabbits and the and the chickens, because they're not going to be used to it, and we don't want them getting anxious.
2: That's right. And there's only a three percent chance that they'll bury them, so you don't have to be too concerned Minimal. about them hiding. What happens if they do? Go next Which time. is
1: going to be really good news for the neighbours' lawns because that your dogs aren't going to dig yes. up the lawn in order to try and bury the rabbits or the chickens. I mean, the rabbits might be living underground anyway because they're rabbits. So maybe the rabbits already done their bit, but certainly chickens aren't meant to live underground. Exactly.
2: Free range pet rabbits. That's an interesting concept. I wonder what that looks like.
1: Anyway. I think that just looks like most paddocks out in the country, isn't it? It may be. be. Thousands of
2: free-range rabbits in our backyard. Free-range pet rabbits rabbits. as far
1: as the eye can see. Making more little free-range rabbits.
2: Free-range would indicate that there's some sort of uh, production, commercial production, free-range. Yes.
1: Free-range, perhaps. Anyway, maybe maybe it is a
2: rabbit. Anyway,
1: we don't condone that. So the take-home messages, set up a routine, maybe think about some Zilkeen and uh and yeah try and be um try and s- like that you holly will know the triggers that trigger her particular dog so those are the ones you want to try to lean into and concentrate on trying to help to mitigate those triggers as much as possible
2: yeah and making sure the new areas like if, if you're going to a create a new spot that creates a fun spot to go to lots of food in there or, yeah cool or bedding area lots of food and, and stuff in there that, that they really enjoy and um and yeah, plan ahead. I think which is what you're doing. So if you have got any further questions, Holly, yes, when, uh, how those let us know how those chicken and rabbit rabbits are going. Maybe once once you move in, if uh, if everything's going okay, and if if you need a um, if you need a reference. Um, so uh, did you say reference the, or recipe? Yeah, no, well, yep, yeah, yeah, recipe or or a reference uh, for the court case that um, <laughs> <laughs> and Robbie's more than happy to provide that with. Uh, get onto him. Uh, he can, he can provide a, a character reference for the hounds, perhaps for the hounds. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Excellent. Alrighty guys. Uh, and, so, and
1: so if you did want to get, um, you know, ask any of that, you can get us at, uh, at two bets talk pets at gmail.com. You can find us at Patreon search for two bets talk pets, Instagram. Uh, there's, um, there's lots the, of videos
2: the, of tiny dog on there. Lots of, oh, uh, you the know, once it drops,
1: woof. yeah. Well, I hadn't even thought about putting it on Instagram, so I'd always thought I'd just be putting it on Patreon. So I should just put well, a couple up on Insta just to well, get some puppy we, spam on Instagram.
2: Well, that's why we, we just wanted everyone to pay, didn't we? So we make
1: millions. Oh, and the so video you can
2: afford afford to have the uh, the floorboards in that long hallway, um, just uh, just re, re, recovered. Yeah, buffed yeah, re-rebuffered.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, puppy spam. We can just put puppy spam on there, but you know, that's good. Right. Let's all good. Let's Done. do that. Let's do that. All right. Done. All right I'll, upload, I'll upload one tomorrow. So there, there will be puppy videos on Instagram Woo. this week. Looky-loo. Hand on heart. All right.
0: Excellent. All right, guys. Scratch you later. Peace out, mate. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com.